Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to start with something incredible and you have to hear this story. There was this guy in Washington, D.C. and he purchased two Apple AirTags. He put one on his car keys and then he hid the other AirTag in his car just in case of emergencies. Well, this past week, a car thief approached him in his driveway and put a gun to his head. Wow, how frightening would that be? And the thief said, give me the keys. And then, of course, the guy handed him the keys. And then the thief drove off in his BMW. Now, there was an air tag on the car keys, remember? So the thief saw that and he threw it out the window. But there was a second air tag hidden inside the car. That's right. The police tracked down the thief in about an hour. I'll tell you, those air tags are just fabulous. I have them on just about everything that I own inside my car as well. But people were reporting that the stolen BMW was just driving around Washington, D.C. How did they know? Unlike other BMW drivers, this thief was using turn signals. That's right. And on that happy note, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this. It's America's largest, most trusted show about all things digital. It's called The Kim Commando Show because, after all, quite the quinky-dinky, um, I'm Kim Commando. That's right. Hey, get ready to upgrade your tech game, folks, because everything is a tech thing nowadays, from your coffee mug to your pet's collar. It's just everything's technology, right? And we're stoked to have you with us. And if you're a newbie, hey, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Now, you can find our award-winning show on over 420 top stations from coast to coast. And we are streaming in your favorite radio app. And if you'd like to join the Commando community, come on board. We would love that. Head over to commando.com and just hit the link that says log in or join. And a special hello goes to our listeners in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and the Space Force, and 175 different countries who are joining us on the American Forces Network radio that serves more than 375,000 incredible servicemen and women. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. And just a quick reminder... Hey, if you're just too shy to come on the show or podcast, eh, I get that. You can always drop me your question on the website. I read every single one. That's commando.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim. All right. Every single day, I go all over the internet to make sure that you're up to date about all things digital. So it's just a nutso thing that I do. So to save you guys and gals time, effort, and energy. And this is part of the show where I give you five things that you need to know. And starting at number one, it's a question that I get asked all the time. How do I know if my information is on the dark web? Now, you're not being paranoid. A new study out recently says 25 billion phone numbers, email addresses, credit card details, login details were on sale last year at the dark web. Yikes, I said 25 billion. Now, The dark web isn't part of the internet that you and I go to. It's not indexed. In order to get there, you have to use something called the onion router that those of us in the know just say Tor. And because you can be anonymous on the dark web, kind of almost, a lot of times that a lot of criminals hang out there. So you can buy illegal drugs, weapons, hackers, hitmen for sale, kiddie porn. It's just a nasty, bad place. And then there's stolen data from regular folks like you and me. So... You want to see if your stuff is on the dark web. We've talked about it here on the show. Just want to pass along again. Have I been pwned.com? That's P W N E D.com. You just enter your email address, and odds are, I bet you some of your data is for sale on the dark web. 
What you want to do is make sure that you change your password, turn on two-factor authentication. And if a financial account was breached, make sure that you freeze your credit too. And let me tell you, I don't know if you know this, but a long time ago, I was once in a band. I was the singer. I was in a band uh, called the, uh, the Dark Web. We were always on tour. Get it? T-O-R. Mm. All right. That wasn't so good. Uh, number two, this car got recalled 62 times. This is the one you don't want to buy. There's just been a lot of recalls lately. I've, I don't know if you've noticed this. There's Volkswagen and Kia and Hyundai. The list goes on. But there's one brand that gets top spot for all recalled cars. What do you think that brand is? What do you think it is? And if you get bonus points, if you can give me the make and the model of that car. All right. Coming in at the number one top slot of recalls is Tesla. That's right. Seems like steering wheels are popping off. Workers are spying on customers and self-driving mode isn't really self-driving mode. The trunk may not close. Just crazy stuff. Uh, a new study from IC Car says the Tesla Model 3, Model Y, Model S, and Model X are four of the five top most recalled cars. Wow. Um, the next bit of information is kind of staggering. The average car recall is about four times in the car's lifetime. So the Tesla Y, how many times do you think this car is going to be recalled? How many times? Now, remember, the average is four, uh, 62 times. Uh, the brands with the least amount of recalls, Toyota and Mercedes. Coming in at number three, you're going to get five new links over on Instagram. Remember, they would only let you have one link. Well, now it's changed because now you can have up to five links in your Insta profile to share with the world. And so if you need more information about that, we're going to give you all the steps over at commando.com. Coming in at number four, your old router has secrets. Uh, researchers went ahead and purchased a bunch of secondhand routers. Guess what they found? 50% of them contained confidential and sensitive information from the businesses and folks that sold them. Nobody bothered to wipe the routers. Okay, that is a rookie mistake, folks, just like you have to go ahead and wipe all the information on your smartphone and your tablet and your TV and your printer and everything else that you may sell or dispose of. You also have to set that router back to factory defaults. Uh, it seems like the crooks can buy these routers for just a few hundred bucks and they swipe all the data off of them and they sell all that data on the dark web for an average of $2,800. So obviously, they're making a pretty sweet profit along the way. So bottom line, make sure that you factory reset any type of router before you get rid of it. And this coming in at number five, we're going to go back to Tesla. We're going to talk about the Cybertruck. Hmm. It was announced three years ago. I always thought it looked like a five-year-old drew it. Um, anyway, Elon Musk came out and said, okay, we have a solid delivery date for the Cybertruck. It's at the end of the third quarter in 2023. I did put my name on this. It's going to be interesting if I can actually get one because if I can get one, I will actually buy it. I will. Maybe I'll just auction it off on eBay or for you guys and gals. But anyway, Elon Musk uh, has some big words and he quotes, one thing I am confident of saying is that it's an incredible product. It is a Hall of Famer. You know, I'm a Hall of Famer, come to think of it. I am in the National Radio Hall of Fame. That's something I never saw coming. But anyway, let's go back to the Cybertruck. It's made out of pure stainless steel. It costs a lot more than your typical steel that's used in car manufacturing. And here's the thing about stainless steel. I don't know if you know this, is that stuff really doesn't stick to it like it does with a regular 
car that's manufactured with other steel. So fenders can't be stamped into shape like they are done with other car materials. Plus, there's some special welding techniques that come into play. And I also have to wonder, is the truck going to get really hot? I mean, really, really hot. I mean, will people, especially in Phoenix, get burnt just by touching it? I mean, I don't know. I don't get all the hate and sarcasm against the Cybertruck. I mean, think about it. Look at it. All you have to do is slap a minigun right on the back of that Cybertruck, and then it's Halo in real life. That's right. All right, coming up in this hour, we're going to be talking about the robots. Yes, they're coming. And also, we have a great tip about organizing, storing, protecting your photo collection. We're also going to be giving some updates on some smart sprinklers that you might want to check out. And of course, we have all of your phone calls, and you have me, Kim Commando. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And again, just a quick thank you for everybody who's just raving about our brand new newsletters. And you should sign up right now if you're not getting them. Commando.com slash subscribe and see what all the fuss is about, why everybody loves them. That's commando.com slash subscribe. All right, Tracy in Maine, welcome to the show today. Hi, Kim. Thanks for taking my welcome. call. You betcha. What's going on? Well, I've been on a quest to reduce my monthly cable bill. And I mm. notice on my cable bill that we are paying uh, X amount of dollars for TV receivers, and we have two TVs. So my question is, we want to keep the local channel, the news channels, okay. but is there a way to get to eliminate the cost of the TV receivers. Because essentially, if I understand my bill correctly, I'm leasing or I'm paying for these receivers. And I'm quite honestly, like I'm just want to be done with it. And I just don't know what my options are. (laughs) The cable company gets, gets more money than I want them to. (laughs) I know it's, it's been this whole revolution of cutting the cable. So let's talk about it, and then I'll tell you what some of the downsides are, okay? Okay. Uh, so in order to get your local TV channels, is that what you're going to get is an OTA antenna, I know, over the air, okay? And basically, you connect the antenna up to your TV. Remember, like, in the old days, we'd have a t- an antenna on the roof? Okay. Yeah. Kind of the same idea. Uh and But they are not big and bulky, and they don't have to go on the roof necessarily anymore. And we've got... Over on the website, we've got all kinds of our picks for an indoor and outdoor antenna, as well as to give you the link that you can plug in your street address, and then you can see which channels will be available to you before you even put up the antenna, okay? Okay. Uh, okay. Then next, we look at streaming devices, if we're totally going to cut the cable. And that's when you see things like Amazon Fire TV, Hulu, Sling, uh, YouTube, Apple, uh, Roku, you know, the list goes on and on. And then if you have a modern TV, say one that you purchased in the last couple of years, it may have apps built into it already. Do you have a, do you have a relatively new TV or not? We do not. It's uh, 2008, I believe. Mm, you're going to want a new one, probably. Yes. Because the newer, <laughs> cause the newer ones have all these apps built in. And it, they are built to stream so we can get rid of the cable. So once we get the over-the-air antenna and then you get a brand new TV and then that's when you start looking at the programming. What is it that you truly, truly want to watch? Is it sports? Is it 
uh, do, is is getting Fox News the most important thing to you? And you so you start kind of fine tuning what exactly that it is because on your cable bill you probably get I don't know three hundred and fifty channels and you probably watch four of them, right? Correct. Okay, so then we need to figure out what are the four that we're watching. So, so we're gonna you get the antenna. That's for all your local channels, and then we start saying, okay, which what is it, what is it that I want to watch, and then where is that available? So it becomes a little bit of a process, but then you can get totally get rid of your TV, uh, internet, and then while you're at it, you may be getting a landline from your cable company that you don't use anyway. Kim raises her hand right there because my husband was insistent, Tracy, insistent that we have a uh, quote unquote landline in the house that came through the cable until I realized, I told him, I said, you know, it's costing us like 50 bucks a month and we never even use it. Okay. So I'm like, what are we doing here? So, and then you start looking at the costs, um, because what happens is if you have to start signing up for all these different services, then you're going to spend $20 for Netflix. You're going to spend on Amazon Prime, you get your Prime Video, and then Hulu Plus is another $10. I mean, then it's just like, it gets very tedious. So that's why I always try to tell people, like, just sign up for these services, like for 30 days, free trial, see if you use it, and then just make a note, cancel it if you don't use it. You know, so so you've got a little bit of work to do now until you can pull all this together for yourself. And we've got a lot of tips on the website to help you out. Don't worry about that. Uh, is that I would call the cable company and you're such a nice person, Tracy. I would say uh, when they answer, say, I want to talk to a retention specialist. OK, then you get the retention specialist because they're they can do deals that the other people can't do. Because it's it's more cost effective and easier for them to keep a customer like you than to get rid of you and go find a new one, especially today. So I would talk to the retention specialist and say, you know what, I'm just canceling. I don't need this anymore. I don't want it. You can come pick up your receivers tomorrow or today, as a matter of fact, and then ask them what they can do to keep you as a happy customer and they will drop the rate. But at the same time, you're going to start looking at the over-the-air antenna and you're going to look at the streaming devices. Does this make sense? It does. We do have uh, Roku. So we are a little bit familiar with that streaming service. Um, But my husband is so dead set on we need to watch the local news that (laughs) (laughs) sort of set me on the journey of, okay, (laughs) let's reduce our cable bill, but still get what we want. Yeah, well, that local news is going to come on the over-the-air antenna, 100%. That's that's exactly what you need. So um, I'm put you on hold, and then we're going to shoot you some links over to picking out the right over-the-air antenna. And then for everybody else, if you're listening and if you're curious about this too, just uh, hit the website and type in OTA. That's right, because you are in the know. That's right. You know all the acronyms, and that stands for over-the-air. And Tracy, thank you so much for your call. If you need any additional help, just give us a shout back. You know, I actually looked this up the other day. Uh, 20.8% of people have cut their cable. But get this, 87% of all Americans subscribe to at least one streaming service. Wow, almost 90%. You know, from time to time, we get calls from folks who are caregivers, and you're wondering about the best tech that you can use. You know, I can't say hands down, always, I can't say hands down, this is always the best solution, the Echo Show. It has a video screen between 5.5 to almost 16 inches, 
and you're going to need to buy two, one for you and one for your family member. And then once it's set up, all you have to do is what Amazon says is drop in. You can drop in on your loved one. They don't have to pick up the phone and they can drop in on you. And then there are some other features that Amazon has thrown in for caregivers like uh, medicine reminders and other types of emergency alerts. And we've got tons of information over at it about all this at commando.com. All right, stay right where you are. Allie is joining us. We're talking about the robots here on Kim Commando today. All right, it's a question we get asked a lot on the show. How do I organize, get rid of the duplicates of my photo collection? That answer's coming up, as well as still to come, we have more of your phone calls. But joining us right now is our amazing content queen over at commando.com, Allie Seligman. Hello there, Allie. Hi, Kim. Well, you know, the robots are coming. The robots are coming, <laughs> right? I mean, every time, I mean, I know that everybody's all obsessed with artificial intelligence, how it's going to be our demise. But when we start thinking of robots, yeah, you know they they've been around like Spot. That was that dog that was developed by Boston Dynamics. I always love. Don't you love those videos about them dancing around? I, I do. So, so cute. Cool. Yeah, awesome. And then we have the robotic chefs that are you know like Flippy that can flip burgers and fry food. Yeah. Uh, robotic bartenders, the maker shaker. But a lot of people are so mad that they put these on cruise ships, not because they have lost that person, but because the robotic bartender will only give you one shot up to the line. <laughs> oh, right? that's hilarious. Yeah, you need, okay. a, you need a person that you can tip a little bit more to give you more, huh? So I asked you to go out and do some research. Yes. And to figure out what are some robots, other robots that are here? I mean, um, did you find one? I, I mean, I, you know, there are things that I love to do around the house. Whenever I get stressed, and so if you ever hear me say, I wash the kitchen floor. Okay. <laughs> that means that I'm like totally stressed out. If I'm ever stressed out, I, I don't know why. Maybe it's just something I can feel. Control. That it's, yes, and it's done and you look. Yes. But there's one thing that I hate, and that's folding laundry. I mean, I hate it. And so you know what, you know what happens? Hmm. My friend Joe, I'll say, she actually would come over and say, do you have any laundry to fold? I'm like, uh, yes. And she what? folds my laundry. She yes. likes it? She, Is that her soothing cleaning activity? Yeah, she loves to fold laundry. Well, you should go it's clean like, her floors, Kim. <laughs> That's true. I should. <laughs> hey, Joe, knock, knock. I'm here to clean your floors. <laughs> okay. Feeling real stressed. So, <laughs> so what kind of robots are out there that we may not be aware of? Yeah. Speaking of ones in your home, yes, we all know about the Roomba, you know, ones that can vacuum the floor. What about something that can do a little bit more? I absolutely love the Moly. This is a kitchen robot. You can buy this. It's very expensive. I, I haven't checked in a while. I, I think like $300,000 at last check. Ooh. So it's a splurge, but stick with me. <laughs> <laughs> it cooks. Uh, they trained it to mimic the movements of human hands, so it can do really delicate things. It can crack an egg, which is kind of nuts to think about. It's wow, got these yes. arms that move around. Uh, it can make a bunch of re different recipes, and it even cleans up. Imagine that, a robot that does the dishes. You know what? That would be nice. Or you could just <gasps> like call Uber Eats, <laughs> you know, and have the have the same thing for like, uh, say, you know, fifty bucks and, and you save a wait. whole bunch of money. No, That's no, true. I'm going moly. That's true. Um, on the more serious side, so there are some places that people just can't get to safely, right? And so, in emergency situations, bots can actually be really beneficial. And this is cool because it's, we're not just talking about like, oh no, robots stealing our jobs. This is like 
robots doing things that normally we wouldn't want to people we wouldn't want to put people in those circumstances because it's so dangerous. There's one called Atlas. It can lift heavy weights. It can run, open doors. It can even do like backflips. Uh, it's really agile. It aids in emergency services. So when search and rescue operations need a robot to go in somewhere that's too dangerous for a person, they can send an Atlas. Just really cool. You know what? That's that that is. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I've also heard about bots being used in fighting fires, you know, really bad fires where... I was just going to ask you about that. Yeah. I'm just gosh, my, we we're like so on, on target here. <laughs> I was like, well, what about fires? And yes. then you're like, oh, let me tell you about fires. Yep, yes. There are bots that do fires too. Uh, for a while, there has been, you know, this sur- resurgence of, or there's been this surge in tech in farming, right? It's crazy. You, st- you think about farmers and maybe you don't think... High high tech people. Nope. Right. You'd be wrong. They are using probably more tech in their day to day lives and in their businesses than you are. Maybe not you, Kim, but everybody else. <laughs> um, there is something called the bug vacuum. This one is fun. It's a self self propelled vacuum cleaner, and it goes through the crops on farms, and it sucks up all the bugs so that they don't eat them. Really? Yeah. This way, they don't have to use you know pesticides and a bunch of other chemicals. Just send the little bot out there. The farmer just has to get it started, and then it goes into auto mode. Uh, so it, this also works well for there are some in, se- insects that are resistant to pesticides. So it can get those things, too. And, you know, better than going out there with a, a sandal and thwacking them, right? But, you know, I wonder if it if it has to be, like, a certain size crop as far as, you know, because I'm thinking, like, what if it was, like, like berries like it couldn't work on like blackberries <laughs> it would suck you know? up all the berries yes exactly you know so i'll it, say it these things are really bigger. smart i saw a video we should put this up on the website again i saw a, a video of a, a bot that they trained to pick things like little baby cherry tomatoes um even berries and it didn't crush the fruit it didn't get anything that wasn't ripe it even looked for the colors to see is this oh, really? ripe yet so it knew okay if it's green don't get it if it's really light pink not yet if it's purple it's ready which is Crazy, that's amazing. Right? You know what? Um, let me know when you put that up because I want to watch that myself. I will, yeah. That's a good one. On the health side, uh, we've got a couple good ones. Moxie, you might remember that name at the beginning of the pandemic when, you know, it was we didn't know what would happen if nurses and doctors were the ones cleaning hospitals, giving people their medications, all that stuff. Moxie came in, started delivering medication, would deliver PPE to doctors and nurses, comfort patients, bring things to patients, which is pretty darn cool. Um, Moxie can do all that stuff, but really funny note, it can't push the buttons in an elevator, so it has to uh, have a person <laughs> do it for it. Oh, Moxie. I wonder why. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just didn't really think about that. They were too busy thinking about the other stuff. One that Probably. I also love, we all know hospitals are not the uh, most comfortable, cozy places. They can be a little scary. Um, one thing that I never would have thought about, but People need to be moved in hospitals a lot, and that's a hard job. You need, you know, yeah, that's that's tough. tough. Yeah, tough on the nurses and the doctors. Um, in larger hospitals, they have put in something called Robear, which is a teddy bear-shaped robot that can lift patients out of a bed into a wheelchair. Um, so that way, you know, people don't have to do it. It's a little bit easier and perfectly comfortable for the people. So if you ever see a big robot, <laughs> a bear at a hospital, that's why. You know what that that one makes perfect sense because you know when I was when my mom was at you know at uh, MD Anderson and after surgeries or yeah. whatever I mean it was always really hard 
you know, because they always want after a surgery, they always want to get you like out of that bed into that chair. Yes. To get the blood, the blood, the blood pumping again. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that I was always I was always like I was so afraid that they were going to drop her or something like that for some reason. But they never did. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, and, and they're well trained. But this is, you know, saves everybody a little bit of effort. And you know that the, the robot is going to have no trouble lifting a person, whereas who knows what could happen with people. Right. OK, so now this list of robots, we're going to put that in. Is it coming in Monday's newsletter? Is that right? It sure is. So if you get the current tech news, you will see this. And even better, we it's fun to talk about these things, right? You're probably envisioning them, but you can see them. We are putting together a video that has clips of all these different robots so you can see what they look like, what they're doing in action. Um, again, Monday's current tech news. So make sure you're signed up. If you are not, commander.com slash subscribe. It's a great newsletter. You're going to like it. Okay, here, I have a joke for you about robots before you leave. Okay. okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, okay. There, there was a giant steel robot that had one job. That one job was to protect the city. Now, one day when it was raining, some of the screws on the robot got rusty and fell off, causing one of its legs to fall off entirely. <gasps> now, when the leg fell off, it crushed the city that it was meant to protect. Oh, the irony. Iron. <laughs> oh, I know that's no. okay. All right. I know that was bad. Hey, Al, great job as always. Thanks, and uh, appreciate you being here. And to subscribe, once again, you head over to commando.com slash subscribe. All right. We put together this whole guide to organizing, storing, and protecting your photo collection. Because I know you have a lot of photos that you don't know what to do with. And you have to get photos. Like, for example, you want to make sure that you have all your Facebook photos. You want to digitize all your old photos. And and you want to make sure that you have enough storage, and then you want to find the duplicates. Like, for example, there's the Remo Duplicate Photos Remover. If you're on your iPhone or Mac, they also have it built into Photos. And for Windows, you want to get Duplicate Cleaner. So if you are sitting with a mess of photos trying to figure out what the heck to do with them, head over to the website, and you can find a tip about that's called Guide to Organizing, Storing, and Protecting Your Photo Collection for Free. Again, that's all at commando.com. All right, still to come, we have some updates on smart speakers and more of your phone calls you don't want to miss. So, you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Art in Florence, South Carolina. Hello there, Art. Well, uh, my wife and I, we're downsizing, and we have decided to move to a rural section of our state. Um, and where we're moving to, there, there's no Internet access from the cable uh, providers. And so I was really okay. hoping that maybe you could give us some good ideas about way we can bring in some decent Internet because we, we don't do a lot, of, a lot of stuff on the Internet, but we do, you know, do streaming on TV. And we also like to work from home from time to time. So we remote into our businesses and would like to do that. So is there a good recommendation that you could provide that would allow us to have some sort of decent coverage? Well, you need to get a ladder. Okay. And then you need to stand on the ladder and hold a an hanger up high. No, just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> no. That would not be it. That's not it. Uh, you've got 
you have one average option and then you have one great option. Okay. Okay. The average option is that you're going to use your the cell phone to provide a mobile hotspot. Right. But my concern is that you said a couple of key things. Number one, streaming. And then you threw a curveball that says, yeah, and we're still going to want to work from time to time and remote in. Right. Okay. Uh, probably not the best idea for you to use that, whether it's a Verizon Jetpack or AT&T or T-Mobile, uh, because you're just going to have way too much going on. What I'd like you to look at is Starlink. Have you ever heard of Starlink? Yeah, I have. As a matter of fact, I sent a tweet to Elon and asked him to please provide coverage for our area, but he hasn't responded. (laughs) Honest to goodness, did you type in your zip code there and there's no coverage? Yes. Wow, that's surprising to me. Because because I thought he had pretty much all of North America covered. Because I'm using Starlink. Uh, on my boat, I'm using it on my house, and I'll tell you, it works in two homes, and it works like fantastico. I mean, it's great. Well, I can go back and double check, but I, the last time I typed in the zip code for it, um, or typed in our zip code, um, it, it showed is not a service not provided yet. And um, but well, you know, maybe it's not. Maybe you can, you know, at that point. Well, I would type them in, and then I give them my email address to say when you get do get to town because they will notify you right. that when they do get into that part of the country, they'll do that. And just to let you know, Starlink, it's uh, the gear is about five hundred bucks, and then it's uh, one hundred and ten dollars a month. And literally, when you can get this, yeah. is that you just. Give yourself like 10 or 15 minutes and it's up and running, literally. Awesome. It's not like, oh, I have to go restring this cable. I've got to go configure this. And then I got to go hook up to the network. I'm like, when I put it together, I was like, this is sweet. Yeah. This is nice. Okay. So now what you're looking at is maybe Hughes satellite. Okay. Uh, which is pretty expensive compared to Starlink. And it does have some latency. Well, you know, Starlink does too. But that's pretty much your only option at this point. Um, if you if you can try the cellular, if the cellular the cellular might work for you, uh, they have contract and pay as you go plans, and so you just have to pick the one that you know fits your budget and fits your needs. Uh, but if that barring the case and Starlink's not there, then you're probably going to look at Hughes. What about um, something like an LTE um, router? Like a, a, I think there was one called a Mofi or something like that. Um, I mean, I've I've seen some stuff on YouTube about LTE routers, and and I didn't know if that would be an option. And and I mean, it, it, they sort of well, they sort of talk about you're still you're going to use a yeah you will with you're going to use a cellular connection for that. Okay. And then it, the the router is just going to disperse it throughout the house, kind of like what we're talking about with a mobile hotspot. Okay, I understand. Right? Um, and so it's. Pretty much the same thing, depending upon that cell coverage. And if what you can do at that point is that you may be able to get a cellular repeater from your provider. Depending, it may or may not be available in your area. But if you're only getting two or three bars, bottom line here is that what you want to do, Art, is call the provider and say, "Listen, I got two or three bars. I need to get five bars into the house. So how can we, you know, how can how can I get a repeater so that this way I can get all the the coverage that I'm paying for and that you promised me. Right. And that's the key. Okay. Okay? You're paying for certain coverage. So the whole goal is that you speak to a supervisor, and if you complain loud enough, they may be able to give you that uh, that repeater for your house. It's actually called a femtocell, if you want to know the technical term, and that can increase that coverage so that this way you can use that cell 
as your whole internet access and streaming good things like that. Just make sure you always make sure that the you know the data limits because I don't want you to get into any overcharges depending upon your plan. Yeah, all of America should have access to fast broadband service. And I know that a lot of administrations before and the current one, that's a big ass that they are working on. There's a way to keep your garden blooming and your lawn green and actually slash your water usage by like 30%. These I'm talking about these fancy, fancy smart sprinklers. They can save up to, per household, 15,000 gallons of water a year. So these smart sprinklers are really awesome because they automatically water your lawn based on water conditions and soil moisture. So they kind of know when to water. Like, so for example, if it's raining, it's not going to waste water on your grass. Plus, it's smart enough to accommodate local watering restrictions, so you're not going to break any rules. Now, some good smart sprinklers to start off with, I would look at Moen. They have something called the Smart Sprinkler Controller. They're not an advertiser. It's the one that I actually use. And they have independent zone control and scheduling. You can customize how and when you water each part of your yard. Hey, do me a solid and make sure that you tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show. And knowledge is power. You can find me always at commando.com. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.